Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese, and it's another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. I really hope you are taking these lessons to heart and understanding what it takes just to live from that place of being fiercely brilliant in your life and your business. And today, I thought I would talk to you about your operating system. What? And what I mean by that is like, what fuels you? What drives you? What's the thing that you make your decisions on? What, what's the thing that is like, oh yeah, that's, that's what gives me the juice? If you've been listening to me for a while, if you have read my book, Love-Based Mission, How to Create a Business That Serves Your Soul, you'll know that a lot of initially what we show up in businesses with our operating system is proving energy or codependency or I have to give everything or I have to save everybody or I have to, and, and trust me, there's nobody that's a bigger like I want to make a difference person than me. But when at the bottom of that is because I have to get my needs met, I have to get my self-worth met by doing all that, that's when it gets a little out of balance, right? So a lot of us have the operating system, particularly as women, of service, which is awesome and fabulous. And please, please don't, don't like, it is not about don't be, 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 you know, a selfless servant in some ways, but you can't be a selfless servant because you can't be empty. So you have to be kind of filled in order to give. I remember I took Reiki one time. And they said, you never give from, from you. You fill up and then you give from the overflow, right? So let's just look at operating systems. So one operating system, you know, there's kind of a joke. I was raised Catholic. So Catholic, sometimes Jewish people are like, oh my God, guilt and shame. That just operates. That, that's, you know, I'll do anything to not feel guilty or not feel shame. For some people, what's driving them is a sense of competition I, or I have to prove it or I have to be better than. You know, years ago, I heard a story by Bill Gates, and y'all know who, not Bill Gates, oh my God, I'm sorry, Ted Turner, that's who I'm talking about, Ted Turner, the guy that used to own, you know, cable news and was like just a billionaire, Ted Turner, and what his operating system was, and it was fascinating, he was like in his 70s, and he said, you know, it didn't occur to me, all that I have inside of me, there was still a little kid that never felt enough. And I had to get more and more and more because I was trying to prove to my daddy that I was good enough. And I'm thinking, man, if Ted Turner with all his billions is still on the hamster wheel of trying to prove to somebody that he's enough, like, like it's, it doesn't end when you have money. It doesn't end when you are, have shame. God, I haven't had enough coffee today. <laughs> Had, when you have had enough like fame or success, it doesn't, it doesn't end if that's a place of a wound or trauma in you. My operating system used to be overachieving. 
I was the one, I had a life coach one time and I loved him and he busted my ass a lot of times, right? And he'd say, you're, you always have to be on. You always have to be like the cute one, the smart one, the funny one, the most helpful one. Like I literally, I'd wear blingy things and I'd be in a retreat. And I'm like, I have the answer. I'm the good student. Like I was always teacher's pet. I was always the most helpful, the most funny. I was that girl. And he's like, cool. And under that girl, what is that? Because that was a racket. That was like, that was what I did to, to try to get loved in the world. I became that. My whole life was show and tell. Look, I did this. Look, look, I wrote a book. Look, I cut my hair. Look, like, and it was, everything was on the exterior. Like, see if you, if I get this right, then you won't know how maybe messed up I feel on the inside. And so what was so helpful is it helped me understand that a life lived trying to create a persona isn't really a very rich life because it takes a lot of freaking energy. And guess what? It's never enough. Like I'd get five clients and I'm like, yeah, oh shit, what if they leave? You know what I mean? Like, or I'd have a big success. Well, what if it's going to happen? What's going to happen next? Like I could never celebrate the joys because I was always in the, but I have to get something else. I have to make something else happen. I have to prove it. This was all unconscious, like, duh, mindset mama here. And I didn't know it. These were my blind spots. And so these days, my operating system, it's pleasure and joy and desire. What? And I remember like 10 years ago when that life coach said, you know, let's, like, let's talk about your desire. And I screamed at him and I said, desire is not going to pay my fucking bills, Richard. Right? Because I was so like whacked out. I was so disconnected from myself. He's a minister, by the way. <laughs> and yes, I talk to my life coach ministers that way. It's cool. We're tight like that. Anywho, when you understand, so I, the way to understand your operating system is what drives you? What would be the thing you would fear most, like somebody saying about you? Like they were lazy or you would be stupid or, or, or whatever. Like, like you can find there's clues in there. So what, what's the thing that drives you? Why do you work so hard? And you can say, oh, I want freedom. Okay, yeah. But underneath that, so you have to really kind of pull it apart and dissect it. What would you be afraid of if somebody called you? Like, what would be the worst thing? <gasps> oh, my God. You know, if somebody called you just like, oh, I would hate to be known as that, right? There's a clue there. Because that might be something. Now, if you don't want to be called a bitch just because you don't like the word, that's different than, oh, my God, if they call me lazy or if they call me selfish or, or if they call me greedy, oh, my God. Like, if you got a charge on it ding, 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 there's something you want to look at because that means that might be fueling how you operate in the world. Now, what I learned is that the thing that gets you here is not going to be the thing that takes you here. So for me, being an overachieving superhero, that worked until it stopped working. And for me, what happened is that the first time it, it stopped working was when I had years of infertility. See, I came from dysfunctional family. And so I learned, oh, I can make shit happen. If I just work hard enough, if I be my cute, charming, smart, funny self, I doesn't make anything happen. I'll just, just power through making shit happen all the time. And when you have infertility, you can't make it happen no matter what you do. And it was so humbling. And it was a time where I literally had to turn and just like be on my knees, like, well, shit. Uh, every tool I have for, for making my life and creating all my metaphysical tools, all my mindset tools, all my positive thinking, I was not getting a baby. And I literally was just like broken. And then I had to 
be okay with being vulnerable because I learned not to be vulnerable. I was fine. I was always fine. I was a therapist. I was going to help you. Oh my God. What do you need? I'm here. Right. And when I had infertility and no matter what I did, I couldn't take me five years and thousands of dollars. And thankfully I have two kids. So I'm more blessed than a lot of people. But that time broke me. That was, that was like one of the times when life literally kicked me in the head and said, this isn't working your way. Like how you are living your life. So again, the success I had up to there, none of those tools worked. That operating system became obsolete like in a minute. So I started doing is reaching out. I started reaching out to my girlfriends, which was really hard because I was always the friend that everybody came to because I was always fine and I was a therapist and I knew stuff, right? And I just had to allow myself to break. I had to allow myself to be vulnerable. I had to more so allow myself to receive, to receive love, support. After that, I can get a baby. Yay, we're doing okay. And I'm still doing okay. And then, you know, have some, some divorce challenges and husband had some addiction issues. Boom, brought to my knees again with you cannot do this on your own. You cannot act like you don't need anybody. You cannot be invulnerable. You can't act like you have your shit always together to make, make the world think you're fine and make your mommy think you're fine. And she thinks she's fine, right? See, shame, I was raised like, we're going to hide all the dysfunction if our kids look good. So you go out there and you get straight A's and you be in ballet and you be cute and charming and you go to school and you, and then we're all fine. Nobody knows, right? That's what shame does. The, the lie of shame is you have to be a certain way. So I feel a certain way. And so I was raised, my operating system was, everything's fine. I just look good all the time and everything's fine. And then I picked a career that reinforced all that. And then like kicked the fuck out of me, right? Maybe that has happened to you. And I want you to use that as like, wow, that's when I did change. Sometimes, sometimes we have these opportunities and when just like, just screeches us to a halt where we like, are we going to learn it this time or are we going to get the two by four next time? And so some of the keys here is you have to understand the operating system that you were either given or you adapted or you used to compensate. For me, it was everything's fine. I'm an overachieving superhero. I can make stuff happen. And then I couldn't. And so the lessons were, let people in. Speak the truth. That was a really hard one. Ooh, kind of a lot of shame having a husband that isn't as an addict. That, that was pretty shameful for me, right? Not my shame, but that was my situation. And so speaking the truth and mostly receiving support. Receiving, I could not have gone through it. a lot of the things I went, got through without having just a community of women holding me. And it opened my heart. It opened me to like, here's the big word, receive, because I was a perpetual giver. That's what we do when we're over overachieving superheroes. Raise your hand. We give, 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 because then we'll be loved and we'll have an identity and we'll be helping. And, and, and then we're good girls. And then, yes. But then we get tired of pretending or life kicks us in the head. And we have to go, huh, maybe that's not working anymore. So understand your operating system, maybe allow life to break you down, and then let's replace the operating system. 
See, I didn't know that I was lovable even when I was messy. I didn't know that I was lovable if I couldn't give to you. I didn't know that being angry or hurt or scared, I'm still lovable. I didn't know that. I wasn't raised that way. I was raised to put on a show so we all looked good, so nobody knew, right? And so to be in my 30s and 40s going, there's another way? Wait, what? What? And so I literally, I literally, like, I'd call my coach and he'd say, how are you? And I'd say, I'm so fucked up. And he'd say, great. Can I just love you right there? I never had that experience because my operating system was, I'm lovable when I'm doing good things for you or when I'm looking good in the world. Then I got approved of. To be messy and angry and hurt and in pain and raging and scared and confused, I'm still lovable, really? Sometimes it just takes an outside person to bring something you've never had before. I never had that. Like there was literally never, there was nothing in my cells. There was no piece of my history that would say, but of course I'm lovable. I could get the concept, but I didn't have it in my operating system. I could not apply self-gentleness. I could not apply grace. Oh, honey, it's okay. You did your best. You'd be like, okay, get up. Come on, suck it up. Do better. Right? I was harsher on myself because that's how... I had to survive. And so sometimes these operating systems, they get to crumble. Now I call that good. Now it sucks when you're in the middle of it. Oh, good hell, it's horrific. But if you can understand, just like a forest fire, yes, it does destruction, but it also creates new life. It also cleans out the forest so there's, there's healthier growth, right? So very often in these times when you're like, I don't know that I can continue to take this forest fire. Hang on. Because if you just go, okay, something good is, you know, this is happening to me. It's happening for me. It actually is happening for me. Yes, it's happening to you. But, but if you can turn it into some good, it's like, okay, I'm going to take this and I'm going to rework my operating system. And what would I rather believe? So I would rather believe that I'm just freaking lovable, darn lovable, however I am. There's no part of me that's not lovable. And today, I can be all of me. I can be messy and goofy and silly and, and whatever I am. And I don't go, oh, that's so bad. I shouldn't feel it. Oh, no, I don't censor myself. I have people that love all the parts of me. I can fairly express all the parts of me. So today, my operating system is really bold self-expression. And also, just like, what do I want to do? Unencumbered by what is expected of me unencumbered by what will give me the goodies, the brownie points if I'm a good girl, right? I know this is kind of like, and some of you, I hope, I hope, I wish nobody could relate to this. That'd be my fantasy. You know, you watch this for a few minutes and you go, I don't even know what you're talking about, Trees. I would love that for you. I really, I really would. But sadly, I think y'all are going to relate to this, right? So What's the operating system you have been under? If you can identify that, see when you, like I say, when you have awareness, you have choice. If you don't have awareness, you just go about the world like unconsciously. Well, well, this is what, this is what my dad said, and this is what my church does, and this is what women do, and I'm a Democrat, and that's how we think, and, and I'm a mom, so I have, like, you know, that is not a life of design. That's a life of default. That is, that is living unconsciously. 
And it's time to wake the hell up. It is time, women, it is time, men, to say, you know, bullshit, I did not have to be hostage to that old operating system. Don't let a forest fire be the thing that goes, oh, maybe just decide, just decide. So I'm going to take this week and I'm going to do some journaling and I'm going to go, what the hell is driving me? What would I be terrified to have somebody call me? Like if somebody thought I was lazy, if somebody thought I was selfish or greedy or whatever the thing is, ah, so be that. What if that's you? What if occasionally there's a little speck of you like, yeah, I'm a greedy asshole. That's cool. Whatever. Great. The, the way you do that is you own the thing you most fear. Now, obviously, if somebody says, you're a child abuser, well, obviously, duh, don't go there. You know what I'm talking about. But, but, but our operating system is in resistance to a fear. I could never be that or I could never be thought of that. You can take the power away when you understand how this works and then just go, and maybe I'm a little of that or maybe I'm none of that, but it doesn't rule me anymore. There's an expression I used, I love this, 180 degrees from sick is still sick. I'll say that again. 180 degrees from sick is still sick. So say you had a father that was a rager and you're like, well, psh, I don't want to be like my father. I will never, I will not be like my father. Well, guess what? 180 degrees from not being your father is still in a relationship with not being your father. As opposed to, I can be angry if I want. I can be, I can, whatever. doesn't matter what my father's doing. It doesn't matter me not being something. Does that make sense to you? So what I want you to do is after you get really conscious of what your operating system is, what drives it, and some of it might be really good. Like, you know, I think it's a good thing to want to take care of people and make a difference. So some of the essence of what I had is productive. I think it's a great idea that I can be socially really comfortable and make people feel good and at ease. I love that. I'm keeping that part of it. But, the, but I have to do it in order to feel like I'm enough. Yeah, no, that goes, right? So you want to always put it on paper. And actually, maybe sticky note it, right? It's kind of fun to do sticky notes and just go, I like this and move them around and these guys can stay and these guys can go. Then you design your operating system. But I want to add a couple other elements to it that are like modern for me. Modern. Remember I told you when 10 years ago, Richard said, what do you desire? And I basically told him he was nuts because desire didn't pay the bills. Well, clearly the currency of desire does not pay the bills. We all know that we have to have money. But desire elevates and desire brings about things. And desire lives, lets us live on purpose. Desire lets us live like our true north. When you're just trying to be an overachieving superhero, you don't factor in your desires. It's, it's not ever, it's not factored in. Right? You're trying to take care of somebody or please people or to not be something or to pretend to be something. And so literally people would ask me, what do you want? And I'd be like, um, steak maybe? I don't know. You know what I mean? I literally had none of that in me. I was not raised to go after my desires. So it's been a journey for me. Like, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? Oh, yeah. I, I literally ask myself a lot. What do I want? And sometimes, for me, the way I know it is when my body, I'm like, ah, it like lights up. It's like, oof, oh, yes, oh, that'd be yummy. That'd be yummy, right? And it's just, it's just like going, oh, that's a piece of data that I need to put in my operating system. 
huh, I want that. Okay, no, I don't have to get it all the time. But it's just like, ah, how fun. That's a desire. Oh, how fun. I feel like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, what? I can have that. Oh my God. I don't have to have, I don't have to just settle for that. What? And so this concept of desire is what if you trusted the wisdom of your body, the energy of your spirit, the knowing of your beingness to feed you information that translates as desire. So one of the tools of access consciousness that I really love is light heavy. So let's see, I want to I wanna go hang out with this person or I want to stay home and read a book. And one's going to feel like, oh, I guess I could. Yeah, I probably should. And the other one's going to be like, oh, nice. You should always choose that one. But most often we're like, oh, but I told her I would go and I feel bad and she's kind of upset and she kind of needs me. You know, and I'm not saying to be an asshole friend. Sometimes you do things just because people need you. But if your whole life is driven by like overrunning what you desire so somebody else is served, not on my watch, gang. We got to shift that for you. So just literally, your two choices, does it feel light or heavy? Another choice, another thing I just do is ask your body, how's that feel? Ugh. Like you literally can feel, Ugh. Ugh. right? Because we got to bypass our brains that have been wired that we are supposed to want certain ways, want certain things, be hurt, behave certain ways. You know, just, it's like, the, like we're kind of like, shh, quiet the noise. If I were to listen to my energy right now, what is my energy just craving? And maybe it's like, God dang, I need to go for a run. Poof, my body is just like really needing some movement and sun. Or maybe it's like, you know, you're not getting enough sleep. So, but what we do again, we go, well, that's crazy. I need to get this. Blah. And what I know is if you don't listen to the signals, um, this is where illness happens, injury happens. I tell my clients like, you know, if you're feeling like you need a break, give yourself a break or boom, your back will go out. Crazy stuff will happen. <laughs> your body's going to win. It's going to get your attention one way or the other. So the goal is to, okay, I'm getting in information from this operating system. It's kind of pointing me. It's like, oh, okay. Sort of, well, like that's feeling kind of good. Okay. And you either acknowledge it like, yes, I'm going to do that. Or I hear you. I can't do that right this minute. Um, but I hear you. So you begin to start listening. Like, so instead of sourcing your, how you, how you, how you feel yourself or what you should be doing or working on from out here, you start listening more deeply. Right. And the goal is to unhook it from the, you're only lovable if, when. You're only getting the goods when, the old operating system, and plug it into a new operating system. Whew. I hope this makes sense to you. And I would love to hear from you, like what are some components of your new operating system? For me, I really, really, really want to always honor my energy. My energy, like I'll have a whole launch plan. I will like, okay, and if I check in and it's not feeling right, I scrap the thing doesn't matter what the revenue plan says. It doesn't matter what's on my marketing calendar. It is like, if it's not in, I call that alignment. If it's not lining up, if it's not right, I have to honor the wisdom. I might not even understand it, but I have to honor the wisdom of whatever that is. That takes a lot of faith, trust, and surrender, right? That's like, okay, but that's my operating system. I just choose to live on, you know what? There is divine order. And I'm going to plug in and trust that I'm guided to where I'm supposed to go because I know 
who I am today, and I know how to fuel myself today. And that's what I want for you. So, phew, heady stuff. I think I need to go to Starbucks and get some coffee. <laughs> <It's kind of> like, <laughs> anyway, I would love to hear from you. Seriously, like drop me a line. I would be very um, interested. TS at TereseKelly.com. Just like write me a note and just go, oh my God, this is my old operating system, but this is the new operating system. I really want you to be living like that fiercely brilliant life. And you cannot get there unless you are intentional and understand the how of getting there. And the how is not the seven step formula for seven figures. Oh no. The how is what's my formula? What is my operating system? And what do I need to best support myself? And I would bet similar to me, it's the ability to be real, ability to speak your truth, the ability to have people that love you no matter where you are, support you in all places of your journey. That's a really important. That's just foundational parts of it. From there, you can build on the other things. Okay. Whew. What a fun episode to record here for you. I hope you have enjoyed this. So feel free to, number one, email me. And number two, leave us a review. Let us know what you've liked about this episode. All right. Peace and blessings. Bye. Hey, this is Therese, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.